When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. Donna and Steve. At your service on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Holly Roberts with us as well, coming off a long holiday weekend. Wow. The weather was perfection. What a great, what I a thought, great stretch we've had. You know, we, we like to complain it. a lot, but as we said last week, we deserve this three week stretch of just really beautiful weather. Although the odd thing was, timing often goes like this. I said to my kids last night, Boy, isn't it crazy? We've hardly had any thunderstorms. Hardly <laughs> any this year. You know, Q3 a.m., house rumbling. And all week long, we've got chances of lightning and thunder and near 90 degrees for like the seven-day forecast, Donna. Wow. So stick that in your we pipe. Don't like that, but it's all right. It's fine. It was a great weekend that it we had. It was a great weekend. I'm guessing you uh, had just sort of the typical... Memorial Day relaxing <laughs> getaway and everything went pretty seamlessly. <clears throat> sure, if <laughs> you consider hauling brush and burning brush for nine hours, twelve may I, hours. May I read the headline and then you tell us the story? Sure. <laughs> As Donna checks actively for ticks. Here's her here's here's Donna's note for the weekend recap at the top of the show. Three ticks. AC falls out of the window. No. Friend singes hair, ah. and another burns her finger. Oh. That's today on Donna's weekend. <laughs> what? What that happened? Sums it up. Well, first of all, I have uh, a friend who came up with a chainsaw, and nice. uh, and his wife, who might be a little bit of a pyro. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, she was just like, "We'll burn it all. We're burning it." And I'm like. Barb, we can't burn all this brush. Barb, Barb. Oh. <laughs> like Barb. Barb needed an outlet. She's probably been all buttoned up her whole life. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm glad that you gave it to her, Donna. <laughs> me too. Anyway, they work their tails off for me. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how many trees. Not not one actual tree, but just the limbs are hanging everywhere. Everyone's property up there is like this. Mm. There's so much work to do. So we burned a lot. My face was starting to get red from, like, the actual burning of mm. the wood. Sure. And I looked at my friend Mary. Mary? And said, do you think our faces are going to stay like this? <laughs> are we burn like, victims now? It really looked like a bad sunburn. And I'm like, I I hope my face isn't going to stay like this. That well, was a big concern. It's going to stay like this forever. I know. That's what my face is frozen. All right, it's going to stay like that. Um, so then, 
before everyone got up there the day before. So Friday I was up there. Day one, tick. Oh, day wow. two, tick. What do you mean, bit tick? Bit me. Okay, so the first one I found on my shoe. Okay. Second one, I mean, I have like scab on my stomach from trying to get this tick off me. Oh, so he was in you. Oh, yeah. He, he had latched on. Yes. <gasps> then the third one was on my back. I felt something. This was after I got home. And I'm like, oh, my God, please don't be a tick. And I pull it, and I'm like, ah! It was a tick. It was a tick. Oh, they were the no. bigger ones, so. Those are good. Well, well, they're not good. They're better. Anyway, <laughs> so we have this fire burning. Mary goes to pick up a stick that had fallen out of the, um, that was on the ground. And she picked it up, and then it went went on fire. And so oh. she had it with her bare fingers. She burns herself. <sighs> Maybe 10 minutes into this whole adventure. Oh, no. Barb singes her hair. She didn't even know it until her husband pointed it out to her. Oh, Barb. That's because she was all in her beavis and butthead mode of just burn it all <laughs> to the ground. <clears throat> yeah, fire. <laughs> totally. Anyway, uh, that's what I did all weekend. It was, it was, you know, I got blisters on my toes. I've got bruises all over my body. I mean, I've got black and blue spots, purple and some. My legs, my stomach, my back, my arms, scratches everywhere. But it was a good weekend. <laughs> productive, it sounds like, we Donna. Yes, productive. Maybe, again, maybe not. There's a difference between having a pleasurable day and a productive day. A pleasurable right. weekend and a productive weekend. And I would argue that the productive weekends actually leave you feeling more satisfied um, at the end of it all. And way to go. Now you're set up for summer, too. Well, except for the air conditioner. Oh, yeah, you didn't get to that that. detail. What what happened? Mary always comes up every year, and she helps me put the AC in. Well, at one point, a couple years ago, we were like, you know, I should get a new AC. They've got to be lighter and easier to put in the window, blah, blah, blah. So I get rid of the old one. I go and buy a new one. Well, there's no difference. It's just as heavy. It's just as hard to put in. We put the shell into the window, and at some point, Mary screwing for the first time, we decide we're going to like secure this and screw a screw into the, you know, the thing. The thing that helps you know, it stay the, in the, there. You know what the witch would call it. You don't even have to say it, of course. So um, we start doing that. We So we start trying to push the AC into the shell, and everything just falls out the window. No. Bye. Like, like breaky, breaky fallout? I don't out. even care. Like wily coyote whistling down to the bottom <laughs> of the ravine. It was, uh, well, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that far of a drop. But um, this is the second time this has happened. And I just looked at it and I started laughing hysterically. And I said, the end. No more of this. That's Forget it. it. I'm getting a portable one that you pull into a room. I'm gifting it to the neighbors. I spent $800 on it last year. You just at some point you just have to cut your losses. You're right, Donna, and it's tough for people to do that. But when you do, the mental baggage is gone. The money's dead and gone anyway. Right. You know, it's done, been spent. Right. So trying to just squeeze more juice out of that dry orange ain't gonna get you anywhere. Thank you. You just have to cut your losses. Words of affirmation. Thank you. Come on, people are talking. But the bugs are disgusting. There's just so many bugs. There's these things that kept getting in my car, and I don't even know what they are. I don't know if they're like. Not Mayflowers. That would happen in May, right? No, flies, not flowers. Um, I don't know what they are, but there's these gross, buggy things. 
all over. Okay. That's all you need to say. Boy, that's that's <laughs> as in depth as we need that bug report to get. Gross buggy things Just all be over. Stay out inside. There. Spray yourself. Spray yourself and then take a shower because you don't want that stuff on you permanently. That is the truth of the matter. Thank you, Steve. Uh, ladies and germs, that is Donna Valentine's holiday weekend. Yeah. If you had any highlights, too, you can email us at Donna and Steve Show at MyTalk1071.com. It is a Tuesday, not a Monday, which means at 1130 today, Hour 3, the podcast, we're going to play the same name game oh, yeah. at 1130 during Rock O'Clock. Uh, at, uh, ooh, at 1030 today, it's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We are locked up in a tight one. And this week, last week it was country. This week it is all hip-hop music trivia oh, no. so that's going to be happening um oh goodness and i don't know donna you know how i think i'm impacting you and you're starting to act a little bit different in some ways and you blame me mm-hmm. i would like to blame you for some of my viewing habits because at 9 30 i'll tell you about a docuseries that i was like what the hell am i even watching this for why am i doing this wow again it was dark and had to do with a lot of death uh but when we come back <laughs> let's talk a little bit more um about a project uh, we we may have done our best version of a project this past weekend wow and boy, what a difference music makes. So we'll get into that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, friends, what's up? It's Stevie Boy for Origin Meals. It is time for you to save time and eat better. I have such a simple way for you to do this. If you haven't tried it yet, I'm telling you, make this week the week that you say, I'm going to go to OriginMeals.com, and I am going to select how many meals I would like delivered to my door, fresh, never frozen. It's a really, really fabulous way to get some of your time back and to eat really delicious and, dare I say, nutritious meals. I mean, they have paleo-friendly meals, keto-friendly meals, whatever you need. They've got it. These are made from scratch, made locally, and they're really delicious. Uh, One of my faves I had recently, pork taco slaw. You want that with a little tahini aioli sauce? Yes, you do. It is so fabulous. They've got everything laid out for you so that all you need to do is heat it. You heat the sauce, boom, dinner is served. You want to feel fancy? Throw it on a plate. I'm telling you, you will try it. You will love it. Uh, They've got their love it guarantee. Give it a shot. OriginMeals.com. Use coupon code MYTALK. Save 30% off your first order. OriginMeals.com. Donna, Steve, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts with us also before the big Zamboni takes over at 10. That's when Holly goes to a skate park and just half pipes until she falls asleep at night. (laughs) Have your routine right, Holly? Yeah, yeah. I got a special mouth guard just for that. (laughs) Uh huh. It helps prevent concussions. Yay! (laughs) if that's true it is they make you it's weird i don't know how it works a mouth guard you have to if you're playing youth football every play you have to have a mouth guard in and it helps to protect you from concussions i don't know how the human head works donna i thought it just protected your teeth it does not probably the way that if you get bumped your jaw absorbs yeah you know the mouth guard absorbs some of the impact yeah, so it's not a hard, like, bang of your teeth yeah. together, which fur- fur- furthers the rattle. Now, friends, if you could only see Donna, it's a shame that we're not a television show, uh, because Donna's look of doubt on this whole mouth guard situation is visible. I mean, I like the explanation that we just gave. We're not <laughs> medical experts in any way, shape, or Absolutely form. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I, all right, all right, I believe you. I just never heard it. I never heard that. It, uh, it'll help the blow to the head through the mandible, apparently. The mandible's the bottom part of that jaw, Donna. That's the part that moves. Mm. Like a steam shovel. 
I will tell you about my weekend. Thanks for asking. <laughs> so, listen. Well, you were productive, too. That's we, great. We were productive, too. Um, and and we, we did one of the projects that really makes us feel the most satisfied at the end of the day. But we had someone come in recently. And we when we moved into this house, it was new construction. We moved in at the end of 2019. They gave us, I think it was four, I don't know, maybe seven options of paint color inside. And you might be surprised, and this may not be your taste anyway, but surprised to know that white, white paint was not a choice. And we said, could we look at a white? Could we see a white paint? And then just sort of accent wall from there. Uh, white is not one of our options. Is that, that right? That's so dumb. Like, so dumb. Do they have eggshell? That, well, we got it. Uh, we got you could get it in eggshell. We got ours in flat. That was a nightmare and the wrong decision to make. <laughs> but you couldn't get white, so we did this gray. There's like this gray, grayish color that a lot of people have. But we are slowly but surely. And again, this is sort of particular to our taste. It is a hot interior color right now. White. You see a lot of homes that are going pure white, and then you figure out where you want to accent with either, you know, d- decor throw pillows, or if you just want to accent wall at some point, you can do that. Anyway, we asked for a quote for what would it cost to get the inside of our house painted. And friends, I will tell you, it was a significant amount of money. And so we thought, you know, I don't think we're ready to pull the trigger on that yet. And we've painted many walls before. And so it's one of those tasks that I'm not great at, but I feel capable. And when Lou and I team up together and take our time, it can go a little better. So Lou said, the thing I would really love to have painted that we could probably do on our own would be the basement. Before company comes, we have a guest room down there. People are going to be staying for a few weeks. So let's let's clean that up. Lou has this issue with the basement. It had these gray walls on it, all dinged up and just gross. Like kids, fingerprints everywhere. I got to tell you something. It is not until you start to clean walls and look up close that you see the crimes against humanity that children are committing without you seeing (laughs) in the darkness of the basement. Lou, my son counted at one point the amount of holes Lou went and was spackling all day on Friday to give us a smooth surface to paint over. At one point, she had spackled over 400 holes, this according to my son's count, and then she went on for like another hour after that. Dings from footballs, baseballs, lightsabers, you name it. And then just like dirt and filth everywhere. Uh, can I just interrupt for a moment? Please do. You think that paint is going to make any sort of difference down the road? Nope. Oh. No, nope. we understand. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You understand, we <laughs> said this in, as we... In. It was like getting a new pair of shoes. Sometimes you just need a new pair of shoes and you know they're going to get scuffed at some point and they're not going to be new forever, but you just can't keep walking around with your toe hanging out like a hobo. Got it. So we put the paint on. We are outlawing hard footballs now in the basement. We're going back to Nerf. It's a Nerf zone now. But it was the biggest It was the biggest painting project she and I have ever done, and it was the most prep we've ever done. The spackling took our time taping, took our time edging, did two coats in most places, three coats in a couple where it was needed. But, man, it was it really felt productive. So then when we watched a movie down there last night, and you're in freshly painted walls, it is a good feeling. It just feels like you've hit the reset button. And we know. I told her, I said, you want to switch this over? We can do fancy basement right now. I am ready for it. But she maintains that it ought to stay a toy box for the next four or five years with our three-year-old. Did you take pictures? This was not a real, I did. This was not a real before and after sort of a situation because it's a toy box down there. We have play structures. We have old couch cushions that are just used as fort building now. This is not like your TikTok (laughs) transformation. This was just very bad. But it felt really, really great. And boy, what a difference music makes. Put music on when you do chores. Oh, for sure. We did a Stranger Things soundtrack, 80s nostalgia, Justin Bieber. We did about 20 songs in a row of Bieber at one point. Surprisingly, that guy's got a lot of hits. Oh, yeah. Wow. He's good. That kid's going to make it. Hey, um, where were the kids? The kids were upstairs. They were not allowed in the basement, nor was Rex. They had to stay upstairs. They had to watch Dev. They had to just stay preoccupied and out of our way. Out of our hair. Good job, Steve. And Lou. Lou Lou did a lot of the the, the pre work, which really, really paid off. But we saved money. We saved money by doing it that way. I always wonder. How do you get anything done with kids? Very difficult. Sometimes it's hard when you just have a pet. Because I don't know if you know this about pets, but sometimes they will follow you everywhere you go. You go in the bathroom, plump. I I guess I should have said said plump. (laughs) The dog will plop down right on the mat in front of the toilet. Or the cat is scraping at the door. Yes. Batting it. Yes. Or meow. There it's. We just had this the other day where Lou said, oh, I don't know. I guess I didn't tell you about that. And I said, are you noticing that? That sometimes it is so, it was a little significant detail that she had forgotten to tell me about. And I was realizing we can go days without sharing pertinent details with each other because if the activities and children being around happens until 9 or 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night, then if you go to bed after or you're just tired and you're in a really like relaxed state of mind, you're not thinking, okay, now let's dig in and have this meaningful conversation about something. It is, it's funny that you said that, Donna, because I feel like it is, it is rather difficult and I'm sensing the difficulty of just getting stuff done. Yeah, even just having a, an adult conversation with sure. somebody who's got kids. It's just like, put that down, stop that. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you're stressing me out just talking oh, like this. Oh, sorry. All right. What do you want to do? Uh, hey, let's go back. I got to tell you the, the, the docu-series that I started. I can't wait. I think you're going to love it, Donna, and I just don't know why I'm watching it. That next.
Friends, what's up? It is Stevie Boy for my pals over at Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters, one of my absolute favorite entertainment spots. Oh, I just love it. We got some news coming to the main stage. Opening June 16th is the sensational show, Jersey Boys. This is the story of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons and their incredible musical journey. Jersey Boys has thrilled audiences around the world, and now you can experience it right here. How about that in the Twin Cities? How about this? They also have an incredible concert series as well at Chanhassen all the time. Coming up, tributes to Boz Skaggs, Judy Garland, oh, James Taylor, who I just love, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, and so much more. Oh, by the way, inside scoop here, uh, they just put out their concert list heading into the holidays, and they have a great deal where if you buy three concerts, you get the fourth for free. Everybody always wants first shot at the new show, so check that out at ChanhassenDT.com. Hey, don't forget, Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret edition out last Friday and Saturday night. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment, like TV, you know, the boob yeah. tube. Yes, Steve, thanks. I love it. I love it. Okay, I'm dying to know, what did you watch? Last night I watched episode one and a touch of episode two as I drifted away into sleepy time. Waco, oh, American sure. Apocalypse. Mm. Not Waco, the one with the hot guy from Friday Night Lights. This is this is a docu-series. What is that other one oh. you're talking about? That's oh my on, gosh. From this... pa- the Paramount Network with Taylor Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch. As David Koresh. Yeah. Okay, but it's the same story. Well, it's the same story, but one is a scripted drama, right, gotcha. and okay. the other is a docu series featuring never before seen video footage. Oh wow! Of this situation, uh, I mean, what a what a name there too, Waco American Apocalypse, as they tell you right at the beginning that this doesn't don't forget, end well. Well, not only that it doesn't end well, but that it produced the biggest shootout in, on American soil since the Civil War, wow. Donna. Wow. I mean, it was nuts. And so you hear from people on both sides of this. And I, I remember, that. Here, here's why it piqued my interest. When this happened, Stevie Boy was nine. But I remember hearing about it peripherally. And I remember just like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait, is there a guy who's like saying he's God and this is weird and what's happening? Why are those people there? So I learned a little bit about it back then. Of course, I've learned more about it since. But in terms of the footage that you see and how this played out in real time in news station, there was one news station that was on the grounds when the shootout began, tucked away in a car behind a bus, hoping to avoid bullets. There were four, um, uh, uh, what is it, ATF members who were killed in the first day of the shootout. And this was after... David Koresh and his and his people had stored up on weapons. They had they had semi-automatic weapons that they did that they turned into automatic weapons, fully automatic. And they had grenades. They had everything. They were prepared for the end of the world as they knew it. And it they were only tipped off because they were trying to go in and find where the compound was. And then there was a postal worker who was coming down the road, they said, hey, do you know where basically David Koresh is? Yeah, up there, why? Oh, we're doing a raid today. He's like, oh, okay, turns around in his postal truck because he happens to be a Branch Davidian, goes and says, interrupts David Koresh, who is doing some sort of a teaching and was in the middle of his moment, and he was like, they're coming, and they said David Koresh started 
uh, got noticeably fearful, started shaking, and then they all went into this zone. But my goodness, I mean, they came up on the ATF now. It's a he said, she, she said as to who fired first. But man alive, this thing, you, there were so many shots fired. There are, there are women and children inside. And as you hear from both people, you hear from members of uh, law enforcement, and then you hear from members, surviving members of the Branch Davidians, and you hear from mothers, and more specifically, some of these people who were kids when this happened, and now they're all grown up somewhat 30 years later. It's just nuts. You can understand a little bit of how the Branch Davidians are like, whoa, you guys are coming in hot with a lot of gunfire here, and we were inside in the middle of a Bible study. You could understand how... Mm -hmm. Law enforcement was like, these people are amassing weapons. God only knows what they're planning. And so, and, and then it was a who fired first. And then in that game, when both sides have a lot of weapons, a lot of people lose. And yeah. it was, it was, they, they tout this in the promotion of it that you will see and hear things that you've not seen before. Now, this isn't new, new. This came out a few months ago. But it came out in 2023 and, and, and caught my interest. And it was it was well done. And it's a multi-part. I think it's a three or four-parter. Uh, listen, I don't know if I'm ever going to go back to it. I'm kind of becoming like you, Don. I dip my toe <laughs> in. I, I watch enough to talk about it on right. the radio. And then I move on. I feel like I've seen so many, so much coverage. And there's got to have been other documentaries prior to this one because i feel like i've seen so many i had just i had just moved out of texas eight months earlier and i Mm. lived about not close about 100 miles south of waco um because i worked in radio in austin and i know we got a lot of calls from waco like listeners you know what i mean like hi it's so and so from but wow what a story so you, you've watched two. You might as well finish it. Well, I watched one and a third, and then I drifted off, you know, to the sound of gunfire, as you do. And that's when I was like, am I becoming her? Because you always get mad at me, and you say, you know, I wasn't like this before I met you, and now I'm <laughs> falling asleep to Waco. I mean, I had watched a nice, happy movie that Mike uh, Zamboni actually also watched uh, over the weekend, which we'll talk about at 1045. Yeah, I can't wait, because I did not like that movie. We had left on a high mark, and then I was like, hang on, let me watch a little sports center, and now let me watch one of the greatest tragedies in American history before yeah. you go to bed. What am What's I wrong doing? with you? It was well done, though. But it was it's well also told. history, and, and right. it's, it's history, it's it's captivating to like get inside the heads of the like what is going it, on it's and just... we're not even getting into nor i mean it, it touched on it a little bit but th- this episode one waco and american apocalypse on netflix episode one starts starts hot like you pretty quickly get into things are escalating so if you're expecting an episode one deep dive into all of his teachings and stuff like that it doesn't quite go that deep there it's really focused on just this massive 51 day standoff that is a number that i did not remember i don't think i did either days. wow and they were at one point even like day one wow. he's saying look if you s- spread my message you you give me some airtime, and i'll send out two kids 
at a time. That's right. And yes. it was like, whoa, this, there was just a lot of stuff. And then there was a second night that he said, come back and I'm going to give myself up here. Just, I want this hour long message played, blah, blah, blah. And the ATF gets in there and they realize this is a day after they lost four of their own in a shootout. They go, they go in at night and they realize, oh, he's not coming out. This is a trap. We've been set up. That's only day two of 51 days. Holy cow. You are docuseries guy now. All right. Docuseries yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, and then I walked, I started and finished another docuseries over the weekend. Conor McGregor is a UFC oh, MMA yeah. fighter. Yeah. He boxed at one point uh, in a very, very profitable bout against Floyd Mayweather. Irish guy? He's Irish. He... Uh, so he's my people. You know, he's my people. He's Irish. But I have mixed feelings about Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor is arguably the most popular MMA fighter ever. He He's, you know, he started a, a whiskey brand, Proper 12, that he had for a few years and then sold his uh, stake for, I think, $600 million. He made north of $100 million in one night in a fight against Floyd Mayweather. And he is... What you learn in this docu-series, which you may have already known, is he is a very self-confident, brash, cocky guy who's just, you know, has had moments. Of, there was a time when he threw like a dolly at a bus where another MMA fighter was, and he was arrested because of that. Because, you know, you can't throw dollies at buses when people are on them. He is a uh, moments of just being an absolute hothead, and then in this docu series, which is a uh, four party four parter, you also do see if you just like a behind the scenes sports documentary, or you appreciate behind the scenes. It's well told. It happens over the span of about four or five years, so they took their time. They slow rolled this documentary, and so you get a lot of footage of him at home, of him training, and you do see the hard work that goes into competing, particularly when your form of competition is essentially just a street fight inside of a cage. That requires a certain sort of metal. You see him in his locker room right before he goes out. You see him at his house that day, like that evening, playing with his kids. The fights have already started because these pay-per-view events last like four hours. So you see him there playing with his kids. Oh, they're so long. And then you have to wait for the championship match or the main match that you paid money for comes at the very end of the night. If you watch it on the East Coast, very often championship matches start like after midnight. It's nuts. No kidding. But the interesting thing was you see him, in this case, Conor McGregor, at home playing with his kid. You know, his kids just got toys out. And just when you think it's like pure war mindset, it's like you just hear little toddler toys going off, blocks are on the ground, and then it's like, all right, time for daddy to go, I got to go to work. And then he goes to the pub, punches a guy in the head. Donna! One t- what? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> it's, he goes to the arena and fights his scheduled competitor. By punching someone in the head. That's correct. Yeah. That well, part is for sure right true. And, right but it's interesting because you see him right before, and then you see him right after, right after a huge win where he's just ecstatic, and then right after a really disappointing loss where he like breaks his ankle. You see all of this stuff play out. So it is an interesting inside access to a a, a sport that people are very mixed on. People <laughs> mixed martial arts. People either love it or loathe it generally. Not a lot of people are just like, "Oh yeah, maybe I'll watch it." 
it's like, oh, we love this. This is better than boxing. This is where combat sports needs to go. And other people are like, this reminds me of the gladiators. We don't need to see yes, this. Yes, that's where I am And at. not the American kind. No, right. Nitro, right. nitro oh. storm, laser. Oh, we need more like soft foam. Like, yes. Adult Hello nerf. fights. Adult nerfing. <laughs> that would be really funny. And in this <gasps> corner. If they had, what about a boxing match where instead of like the eight or sixteen ounce gloves, they're like forty eight ounce Slurpee gloves, just big, <laughs> foamy. No one's Slurpee really gonna get hurt. Gloves. That's great. I'm ready to be the impresario of this. Watch out, Vince McMahon. <laughs> Watch right. out. Wow. <laughs> hey, that's uh, funny. Anyway, so I watched two docu series over the weekend. Finished one, and started the other. Uh, Waco, an American apocalypse and McGregor Forever, both of those available on Netflix. Okay, good to know. Thank you. Uh, when we come back, what the hell is wrong with Quentin Tarantino? I don't want to be here nope, for this you part. have to be here yep. for this. Yep, I don't contractually want... obligated. We are discussing nah. this. The term pruny comes into play here in a god-awful way. We'll tell you about it. Donna will. We'll all cover our ears next. Guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm -hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, uh, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my many questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you? Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by TRIA. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit TRIA.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by TRIA. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment saw a story this morning <laughs> come on Donna come on did anything is there anything on the wire that we should be telling people about breaking news or anything news day today lucky for you hey if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Oh, no. I lost my story. Oh, well, what is the journey? Well, Luckily, I remember it. <laughs> because this is the sort of thing, friends. Listen, may I jump in quick? I'm sure. Before Donna tells you the story... Mm-hmm. I just want everybody to know that this will, whether you're a fan of his or not, this will change the way that you think of Quentin Tarantino, maybe for better, maybe for worse. I'm just saying it's the kind of story that you won't quickly disassociate from him when you see him on the red carpet. You know, it's down near the carpet. Toes. Barf. Mm-hmm. So, according to um, a strip club, former strip club owner, Quentin Tarantino allegedly, Mm-mm. supposedly, Mm-mm. probably, Yo. 
<laughs> paid a woman. Uh, he asked for a woman in a room. And then basically licked her feet until they looked like prunes. Golly. And then gave her $10,000. No! I guess he has a bit of a foot fetish, you could say. Oh, he's Quentin Tarantino is a known foot fetishist. Who knew? Hey, Not it, me. It, does he feature feet in his movies? He sure does, Steve. He mm. sure does. If you, next time you watch <sighs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a scene where Margaret Qualley and Brad Pitt are riding in a car and you will notice the camera angle of the bottom of her foot pressed against the window in a very convenient fashion oh. they're dirty are they? yeah cause she's a hippie Oh, oh yeah. and he doesn't care if the feet are dirty or clean or whatever might I guess. be a thing for him he spoke to GQ a couple of years ago and said no, there's a lot of feet in a lot of good directors' movies. Mm. Before me, the person foot fetishism was defined by uh, Luis Buñuel. That yes. guy. I knew mm. you'd know him. Um, and Hitchcock was also accused of it. And Sofia Coppola has been accused of it. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Maybe just feet motif. <laughs> Let me just go back to the part of the story. I was laughing so hard when I read this this morning. Oh, Oh, gosh. If, what's the right thing to say here? I just feel like if you, if a toe, if you, okay, if you have a, let's say you have a mouth, right? We all have mouths, right? And then someone else has a foot. If those two become intertwined for such a long time, period of time that the skin gets pruny friends that is something that is generally reserved for the bath that went too long well, that's what, or a little hot tub time that's how this guy described it he said you know he looked at her feet and it looked like she just got out of a bubble bath <laughs> i mean listen. i mean for 10 grand oh hey have a party yep. i don't care <laughs> yep <laughs> They you look like what, prunes. You want to get that Parmesan cheese and the jam in there, too? Have a whole lot. I'm going to call Donna's bluff. I promise you. I promise you. You find someone who's willing to give me $10,000. Look, we'll talk. Let me, let me find you that person. Let's say that person is acclaimed director, Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> and he came in to the studio right now. You would not let him suck your toes well, for ten thousand dollars. I'm extremely ticklish. <laughs> okay. So you'd kick him in the chin. I'd be kicking and yeah, flailing. I'm ready. About. <laughs> I'm ready. Ten thousand dollars. Come on. I haven't shaved my toe knuckle yet, but that's fine. Maybe he <laughs> likes it like that. <laughs> Look. Also, I got news for Quentin Tarantino. Oh, I, although I guess he's the one who was doing the. The, 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 the work. The work. Yeah. I was going to say, you could just get yourself a dog, and they will happily lick your that feet. That is true. They're like, we don't care. I mean. Put some peanut butter on that, bada-bing. <laughs> oh get a deep clean. Go between the toes. Don, ooh to us, ooh to Quentin. He sucked the lady's toe that it got pruny. He didn't even put peanut butter on it. <laughs> We're just hypothetically saying this. I know, at least have some like whipped cream or something. Nutella. I don't know. <laughs>
Whipped cream, I love. <laughs> in general life, right? I just love whipped cream right into my mouth. I don't care. I'll just oh, take yeah, it. Oh, yeah, from the ready whip can? Absolutely. Oh, so good. You put it on your coffee, your coffee instantly better. And it's like virtually calorie free. There's like almost nothing in that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, I never thought this would be a palate cleanser. <laughs> but there was a chef with a knife who terrorized an actor and his family. This is scary. This is very scary. There's a 35-year-old named Jack Bissell who kicked his way through the front gate of Benedict Cumberbatch's home in North London, shouting, I know you've moved here. I hope it burns down. Holy Hannah. He went on to destroy a plant, unnecessary, spit on the intercom at the front door, then ripped the intercom off the wall. This whole time, Benedict, his wife, their three kids inside the house, that would be a frightening situation. Oh, for sure. Uh, the 35-year-old named Jack fled before the cops showed up, but they got his DNA off the intercom because of the aforementioned spitting, and they arrested him. Okay. How about that intel? So he must have had a record already to imagine. match his DNA. Un- unless I'm not a forensic scientist, but you're probably right. Okay. Uh, another thing, I think there is a big piece of this story that's missing what's their connection what's what's the beef i don't know where is it where's the beef where is the beef there something's going on not necessarily don if you got a guy crazy enough to kick through a front gate spit on an intercom rip it off and say i hope your house burns down and by the way destroyed a plant unnecessary i don't think there needs to be a oh this is where it started i think some people might watch a movie they get some sort of a fascination if there is some sort of a mental health crisis that we don't see i don't think there's always a oh this is where it started although i think you're saying that he's a chef at a hotel restaurant this 35 year old guy so maybe what benedict stiffed him one time i something Something like it just feels a little there's more to the story. I didn't think I'd have to ask this question, but (laughs) whose side are you on? I mean, of course, Benny, of course. But once a juror, always a juror. Juror number 12 at your service. It just seems like did the police question him and say, do you know this man? Uh, Do you have any reason to believe he wanted to hurt you for any reason? Well, and, the 30... and maybe all the answers are no. I don't know the man. I don't have any reason to believe that he was mad at me for something. Lovers quarrel. Mm-hmm. You're just throwing it all out there right now. You just don't know. He, he was convicted, by the way. Jack Bissell, the 35-year-old chef with a knife. I wonder Who? what his specialties were. Tana. Wrong time. Okay. Don't ask what his specialties are, what his recommendations are. Oh, my gosh. He's convicted. He got slapped with a fine and a three-year restraining order from the Cumberbatch family. You know, I don't feel great about restraining orders. No. No. Because I just feel like if you're, jail. Yeah. if you're crazy enough to kick through a gate with a knife and spit on and then rip an intercom off a wall, I just don't know how much you're like, oh, you know what, I should have to stop right here. Yeah, I might face some consequences. <laughs> right. I just don't right. know. Yeah, I guess, what is it, once you have a restraining order, if you if you abuse it, then is it a quicker 
a road to jail? Maybe is so. that the threat? I believe so. Yeah, the punishment gets escalated if you break your break that. Yeah. Yeah. Donna, you're the only one here who's had one against her. How did it work? <laughs> yeah, let us know. You're so funny. We're having a good you're time. You're mixing up house arrest with restraining order. I love it. <laughs> God. Hey, um, I want you to listen to... Oh, hold on. We don't have... No, we don't need it now. Okay. Now we'll do it later. Deep tease. Um, deep tease. <laughs> Steve, I want you to listen to a version of the national anthem. Oh, boy. That is creating a little bit of controversy. Okay. Some people think it's blasphemous. Oh, no. Some people think it's brilliant. Oh, uh, Is Fergie no. involved? Close. More <laughs> Okay, that we all agree was terrible, right? That was tough. I'm kind of on the fence on this one. We'll see what you think. Bye, Holly. Bye, Holly.